Blog Talk Radio. Black Hole Radio presents Disaster Awareness for Community Preparedness. With your hosts, Rudolph Muhammad and Yusuf Muhammad. There's a train of coming. You don't need no baggage. You just get on board. All you need is faith to hear the dealer coming. Don't need no ticket. You just thank the Lord. Train to Jordan Picking up passengers Coast to coast Faith is the key Open the doors and bottom Blessings, peace and blessings to our listening audience. Peace and blessings. In the name of the Most High God, the Beneficent, the Merciful, I bear witness there is but one God, and I bear witness Muhammad is his messenger. We thank him for the Holy Quran and the scriptures that he brought. We thank Jesus and the Bible and the Injil and the scriptures that he brought, and we thank Moses for the Torah and the scriptures that he brought. We thank them, and we can never thank them enough for being a sign for those of us who are living in this dispensation of time. So we thank that one God for intervening in the affairs of men in the person of Master W. Far Muhammad, that he would find one and raise one in the most honorable Elijah Muhammad, and we can never thank the two of them enough for leaving with us in this dispensation of time, the criterion in human form. He is the exponent of excellence, the torchlight for America, and a warner to the nations of the earth in the person of the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan. 
In those three great yet humble names, I'm honored, brothers and sisters, ladies and gentlemen, here on Disaster Awareness for Community Preparedness to greet you with the greeting words of peace and paradise. We say it in the language of our ancestors. Assalamu alaikum. Wa alaikum salam, sir. Thank you, Brother Rudolph. Uh, For our listening audience, for those who may not know that greeting, I simply was saying, peace be unto you. And the return greeting from Brother Rudolph, our dear co-host, was unto you be peace. And who amongst us in this particular time that we're living in would not like someone to offer them peace? For those of us who know a little bit deeper about that wonderful greeting, it also is sharing a prayer one with another. So for those of us who believe in prayer, who would not want someone to offer a prayer to you in your greeting? And so to our first-time listeners, we say welcome, welcome, welcome. To our consistent and constant listeners, we say welcome, welcome, welcome. We thank all of you for the honor of your ear and the privilege of your presence. We welcome you to another weekly edition of Disaster Awareness for Community Preparedness, a program that wants you to become self-reliant in taking appropriate action and response to any emergency. Before I go any further, let me just say there were a couple of gospel singers that had uh, the word survive in it. As a matter of fact, the group Earth, Wind, and Fire had a song called Survival. But I was speaking of uh, our dear brother Hezekiah Walker. He has a song out called We Need You to Survive. And I was thinking about the sister-sister group, Mary Mary. They also have a song entitled Survive. So we want you, our listening audience, to become self-reliant in taking appropriate action in response to any emergency, to keep, keep it simple and plain. We need you to survive. So without further ado, I'd like to bring on our dear brother, Brother Rudolph T. Muhammad, who will also give you a welcome and then take us further into the program. Assalamu alaikum, Brother Rudolph. The floor is yours, sir. Wa alaikum salam. Thank you, Brother Yusuf. Yes, and I to begin all things in the name of the Most High God, that one who is responsible for all that was, is, and will be, the great I am that I am, the Alpha and the Omega, the first and the last, that one from which we all come from, but none of us, none of us had anything to do with his arrival and what he has done. We couldn't match what he has done. The scripture says, now, I am not an ecclesiastical scholar, as my co-host is. I am not a, a, a um, one that is well-versed in scripture, but I know that I read somewhere in the Holy Quran, it said, if the, all the seas were ink, and something like if the trees were pins or if you added seven more seeds to them, you wouldn't have enough ink or something like that 
to, uh, you know, th- properly thank the creator for what he has done and given us. It's something like That's that. That's right. You, yes, you sir. Know, you know, in, in the uh, Christian perspective, they 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 use they say, if I had a thousand tongues, I couldn't mm. thank him enough. Yeah, so you know, I, I, I'm just um, bearing witness to the fact that his might, majesty, and power um, eludes my vocabulary. <laughs> Boy. But, I just want everyone to know that I thank him because a poor sinner like me wouldn't have a chance if it wasn't for his grace and mercy. Because there's nothing that I have done, could do, or will do in and of myself to to, to warrant uh, um, any kind of um, affection, love, or even an honorable mention from our creator, the grand architect of the universe, goes by many names, but we call him Allah, knowing that that encompasses everything, and that is the best name for him. So, you know, we thank you for tuning in today, as always, and we pray that we say something in this next um, uh, um a hundred and maybe um, 14 minutes now um, that will get you one step closer to being prepared than you were when you tuned in. So to finish my greeting appropriately, you know, again, we thank the Almighty. We thank him for appearing to us in the person of Master Fard Muhammad. We thank him for traveling here geographically, physically, where I am now, Detroit, Michigan, Black Bottoms. And, and you know, it, it, it says something. It says something um, that he came himself here, and he raised one up from here. And then that one he left to teach. And that one raised one up and taught him, and then he left the scene. And that one that's on the scene now is our big brother, the heavyweight champion of the world where it comes to truth, justice, freedom, and equality. Freedom, justice, and equality, truth, justice, and no stuff. Let's say it that way. We're talking about none other than the Honorable Mr. Louis Farrakhan, who has been on the battlefield for his Lord for over 60 years. That's right. He hasn't wavered. He hasn't kowtowed. He hasn't turned his back. He's been, you know, as again, as Christian family says, his hands are stuck to that gospel plow. Mm-hmm. And he wouldn't give nothing for his journey right now. And I, too, like him, and just trying to do something to have the God smile on me and to cause my moment to roll on a little while longer. So with that being said, we greet you with the greeting words of peace and paradise of as-salamu alaykum. Wa alaykum salam, good brother.
Thank you, sir. And to everyone that's listening, you got time. Tweet out, text out, uh, uh, um, um, however else you do it. Uh, Text somebody that you really, really love and tell them tune in. Because if you really, really love them, then you want them to get the same information that you're going to get. And then the information that you get today, that which you understand and believe to be good for yourself, then teach it to those that you come in contact with. Brother Yusuf? Yes, sir. Thank you, Brother Rudolph. Again, brothers and sisters, if I may just share with you some rules of engagement, uh, put you in tune with our core values here on disaster awareness for community preparedness. This program promotes awareness and engages in public outreach to inform, to educate, and to train all people in how to best prepare for, respond to, and recover from all emergencies. Our objective is to ensure that everyone has a reasonable working knowledge of disaster preparedness and to help you determine the best choice to determine the best choices in any emergency response to avert danger and to save lives. Our vision is that each individual citizen, including every capable man, woman, and child, understand their personal responsibility. And since we're talking personal, I can say understand our, include me and Brother Rudolph in this, safety for themselves, ourselves, their family, our family, their neighbors, our neighbors, and the overall well-being of the larger community. This is disaster awareness for community preparedness. Of course, uh, there are many different levels of disaster preparedness. Some of you may be hearing this term for the first time. But we say disaster awareness. First, you have to become aware before you can prepare adequately, right? And so, you know, our conversation here ranges from viruses to vaccines, from flu to health and fitness, from fire safety education to community risk reduction. Many of the disaster preparedness institutions, including ours, ask you to ask yourself, where will I and my family be when disaster strikes? So we encourage you, number one, to get informed. Number two, to establish a plan. Number three, to develop a survival kit. And number four, to periodically reassess your plan and your kit. We always ask the question here on disaster awareness for community preparedness. When did the prophet Noah build the ark? Uh-huh. <laughs> I see Brother Rudolph, his seat is burning him. Your hand is up. I acknowledge you, Brother Rudolph. When did Noah build the ark? Um, um, <laughs> it he started building it uh, when the first couple of drops fell. Uh, not quite, oh, sir. 
Okay, all right, all right. I'm changing my answer. I'm changing my answer. All right. I believe he, in he, second chances. Go right ahead, sir. Um, he 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 built the ark. He built the ark. Um, when the water was coming down the hill toward his. Now that's most that's most definitely most dubitably not the right answer. <laughs> okay, all right. I, one more. I get one more. One more. <laughs> one more shot to redeem myself and save my poor wretched life. My father used to say, yeah, yeah, go ahead. The life you save may be your own, sir. Right. Could it be the ark before the flood? Ding, 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 ding. You're right on it, brother. You hit the nail on the head, brother. You put that bullseye on my bow tie, brother. Thank you, thank you, thank you. (laughs) When did Noah build the ark, ladies and gentlemen? Before the flood came. There's a uh, axiom, if you will, in the military of the armed forces here, the six Ps, proper, prior, planning, prevents, or performance. So here on Disaster Awareness for Community Preparedness, we'll introduce some tactics, some techniques, Something to consider, you know, emergency evacuation, evacuation procedures. But what if you can't evacuate? What if you have to stay in place? CPR, cardiopulmonary resuscitation, and basic first aid. Hope you know it. If not, you, you really would feel vulnerable if you needed to use it. And you're amongst your loved ones. What about if they're choking? There's a universal sign for choking. Would you know how to extract a foreign object from your loved one that's choking? You know, it's it's really a sad situation. It's a bad it's just not good to see someone you love choke and no one around knows to, how to extract a foreign object on what they're choking up. What about fire and life safety protocols? Your children usually, I know during the month of October, they call it fire prevention, started off as a day, then a week, then a month, where they teach your children to stop, drop, and roll. They teach your children to look for means of egress. They teach your children have a smoke detector or encourage your parents to have a smoke detector, a carbon monoxide detector? Are you learning exit drills in the home, outside of the home? Well, you can't expect your children to learn it. If you as a parent have not taken the initiative to learn at least some of it, none of us have it all. But if some of us do a little, then none of us have to do a lot. And then what are the best practices for your business and your community risk reduction around if you own your own business? That's one thing. The business by which you can use as a consumer, that's another thing. And, again, wherever you work, wherever your parents, where would you be if disaster strikes? 
You could be at home. Your spouse or significant other could be at the mall, if you will. Someone else could be at the library. And then if you have pets, that's a whole nother situation. But we'll go through some of the things to consider today as we do normally. It's just our pleasure to serve you. And as uh, Brother Rudolph said in his introduction of the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan, this is a man who has sacrificed his life to put on our personal PPE, to show us how to put on our personal protective equipment. Not just the PPE of wearing a surgical mask, staying six feet away from each other, and washing your hands. Oh, Brother Youssef, you you know, you told us that during the pandemic. Isn't, isn't the pandemic over? Ah, word to the wise is sufficient. Don't forget those three W's. It's optional whether or not you want to wear a mask. It's optional whether or not you want to stay away from six six feet away. It's optional whether or not you want to wash your hands. But don't say we didn't mention it. That's right. Given, given you the choice, uh, you know, there, there was a hip-hop group called, uh, I think they were called Black Sheep. And they had a <laughs> lyric that said, you can get with this or you can get with that. You can get with this or you can get with that. You can get with this or you can get with that. I'm going to get with this. Because disaster awareness for community preparedness is where it's at. And you That's won't right. be able to come back and tell Brother Rudolph and I, how come you brothers didn't mention that to us? Well, we're going to give you the best we can in the next two hours. Um, I'm going to put you on to a term that you might not hear of often, but you know the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan is the publisher piece. What? Yeah. I never heard. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's right. He comes before you by way of the FOI, the Brothers in the Nation, the Fruit of Islam. That's the right. name given to the military training of men who belong to Islam in North America throughout the world with the final call newspaper. Right. He is the publisher of peace. And it's really not a newspaper. Those who really know, know that it's really God's word wrapped up in newspaper form. But look, on this week's edition, dated January 17th, 2023, volume 42, number 15. The Minister Centerfold article is entitled, God is using the forces of nature to humble America. Now, the forces of nature, of course, is his call for us to watch the weather. And whether we have uh, the Weather Channel app on our smartphone, and I recommend you get it. So you'll be up because this weather this weather is, is so peculiar and there's so many different swift and changing winds. Ask the people in California right now who are up under a flood. Ask the people who live by the Great Lakes, which Brother Rudolph had to get out of there last week to get some sunshine. 
But <laughs> Buffalo and, and Lake Erie, Ontario, if you could see right. their houses, it's wrapped in snow and ice. So we're going to tell you that if you haven't gotten it already, get the Final Call newspaper dated this week, and you can go deeper into the articles as it relates to the peculiar weather of what brings rain, hail, snow, and earthquakes. Also, since the pandemic, there have been features in a special section called COVID-19 and the U.S. policy of depopulation. And the articles done by the research team and those who, I mean, from our dear brother, Dr. Ridgely Abdul Mukmin Muhammad, who was over the manager over Muhammad Farms in Georgia. He talks about Operation Warp Speed, quote-unquote, is designed to enslave humanity to the international bankers. Where else you going to get news like that? I know you're not looking to ABC, NBC, CBS, CNN, or PBS for that matter, to get information like that. And then you go into the depopulation briefs by the research group. I'm telling you, ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters, this information is priceless and it comes to you every week by God's grace and mercy, as Brother Rudolph said. It's undeserved kindness. Yes, sir. That we get this final call newspaper telling us to watch the weather where you get to scan the code and get a special reissue of Disaster Preparedness Edition and how to prepare yourself and family in case of emergency. So that's why, uh, brothers and sisters, we come to you every week by his grace and mercy and share with you what's on our screen. And, again, we have to say it like this. We have to give credit where credit is due the most high God, but we have to give credit to our colleagues who are in the same field. Just some of them, Brother Reginald Muhammad, Sister Captain Christina out of Austin with the 10,000 Fearless Community Emergency Response yes, Team. That's right. That's First, right. Got to give them credit. Brother Henry Muhammad out of Bridgeport, Connecticut with the Inner City Emergency Response Team. Brother Student Minister Ernest Muhammad here in Norfolk, Virginia. Uh, Brother Hassan Muhammad in Baltimore, emergency manager of the Baltimore School District. Brother Bashir Muhammad in Los Angeles, California, Survivals Are Us, who's also a licensed investigator. Sister Anissa Muhammad in Los Angeles with the Ministry of Health and Human Services. These are just some, Brother Michael Muhammad in Los Angeles, Brother Christopher X in Los Angeles, Brother William Muhammad in Oakland, California, That's Ministry right. of Health and Human Services, and a member of the Disaster Preparedness Task Force as an instructor. Of course, our dear colleague and co-host, my dear brother Rudolph T. Muhammad, who is just in popular demand all over the planet, quiet as it's kept. That's why we're fortunate to have our brother every Friday he can be on. And our dear brother, brother Captain Khaled, 
out of Houston with the inner city cert instructor. We just want to give a shout out because we realize this is about community investment, community involvement, community partnership for community risk reduction. And then later on, we'll get into some other other publishing that some members uh, that we've worked with in the past have, have put on the market for us to consider. So I'll give it back to our dear brother, Brother Rudolph, as we're at the bottom of the hour, 428 Eastern Standard Time. Remember, brothers and sisters, feel free to call in now at area code 563-999-3089. Again, 563-999-3089, and we can go further in uh, discussion. We're here to serve you, offer you information, but we'd like to know what's on your screen, what's on your heart, disaster awareness for community preparedness. Brother Rudolph? Yes, sir. Thank you, Brother Yusuf. Now, you know, our co-host, my brother there, as we so affectionately dub him the pastor of disaster, he uh, is very modest in giving... um, uh, accolades and paying homage where it's due, he didn't mention himself, so I will, because that brother, he, he's a retired officer of the fire service, and when I say retired officer from the farm, fire service, that simply means that he does not actively day to, do the day-to-day work of fire suppression working off of the rigs anymore, but he has not stopped in his quest to educate people in fire and fire suppression. Uh, This brother was an instructor, and he does still have something to do with this institute that has been established to further prepare, teach, and train fire officers all over the world how to deal with the ever-changing realm of the fire service, the Carl Holmes Institute. Yeah. That's right. This brother, he teaches there. He goes around the country. He says, I'm in demand. This brother is sitting with those people who are making and creating policies for you and I. I am merely trying to teach and train you and I what to do on our level, brother, is sitting with those that make policy. So don't forget our brother now when you go passing out accolades for people who are, as they say, doing the damn thing. Okay, you know, brother, brother Rudolph, you know, I, I, I just, I, I don't have no cool. I'm sorry. I, I'm sorry. Sometimes I just have to say it like it is. Just the voice of one crying out in the projects. That's me. Yeah, so, you know, last week um, I wasn't available for the show because, my birth anniversary was last week, and my wife, all praises due to Allah for Sister Asiya Muhammad, the, the, not just the queen, not just God herself, 
but my humble helped me. She decided to spoil me and treat me at the same time with a trip to Florida to go visit our son and our only grandson. Um, and so we did that. We uh, And then we got caught in the rigmarole of the uh, uh, flight system of this country, mm. you know, mm-hmm. where your flight is supposed to leave at one time and they tell you to get there ahead of time um, and come to find out your flight won't, you don't know when your flight going to leave. Praise be to Allah, though, we did have a safe flight, and it was a comfortable flight uh, on the airlines that we did um, ride on. And we got there, stayed in a beautiful place. I'm sorry, stayed in a beautiful place. And for the first time, Brother Yusuf, I got some rest. On a trip. Hallelujah. Beautiful. I did not You work. needed it. I didn't work one mm-hmm. day while I was there. Usually if I go on a trip somewhere, it's because I have a job in that location and I'm just making it a vacation while I'm working. Well, this was not a working vacation. She made sure that there was no work, nowhere to be found, nowhere. I looked for work and couldn't. She made sure that I did nothing but rest. <laughs> yes, sir. So Shout out to your beautiful did. wife, Sister I see it. Shut them down. Yes, shut them, shut them down, Sister I see it. Shut them yes, down. And she did. And she did. She shut me down. Yes. Sister <laughs> I see it. Brother Rudolph, zero. Yeah. But it, it, it was beautiful. I got to spend time with our son and our grandson. And it was much needed because, you know, and I'm going to say this to those of you out there listening, our children need our guidance. Mm-hmm. They think they can handle what's going on now. They think that they're grown. That's just a term that, that's being thrown out there. They do not possess the mental capacity of um, critical thinking mm. to deal with the machinations of evil of this world. How do I know that to be true? Because we're generally twice our children's age, and we we can't do it. So what makes you think they can do it alone? So we have to take the time to get to talk to our children, ask probing questions, and, and not just fall for the okie doke when they say, uh, uh, "I'm alright, I'm alright." Yeah, mm-hmm. what does I mean? What does that mean? Mm-hmm. And when you ask those probing questions, you'll begin to understand they're not all right. They're drowning. They are literally drowning, at, not just in debt and things like that, but they're drowning in their emotions of trying to deal with what they're dealing with, especially 
if they're in relationships with worldly people that Mm -hmm. do not possess spirituality. Mm -hmm. Now, we know whether or not our children are in that boat or out of that boat by the mere fact that where are they? Are they with us? Or are they doing their own thing? Mm -hmm. So, you know, and this is not to blame. This is not condemnation. It's none of that. This is actual fact and just a, a, um, you know, as they say, a checkup from the neck up to let us know that, you know, we got work to do if we want to save our children. We have work to do if we want to save the lives of our people. We, it, it's not just going to be done uh, by osmosis. No, we're going to have to physically get out there and do some work in order to make this thing a reality. So with that being said, what is it that needs to be done? As Brother Yusuf said, one of the best things is you can get that pick up that final call newspaper weekly and he, start in the center section so that you can hear what thus saith the Lord. That's right. And then once God got your head, then you flip through the pages of, of, of the uh, publication and you will start getting up to date and up to the minute um, instructions on how to proceed in this day and time because these wicked, satanic, Zionist, white supremacist, um, again, I don't have the vocabulary to keep going, so I'm going to stop right there, that are in charge of making the rules, are making rules for us to follow, and they're going outside of the rules. The laws that they say that apply to us don't seem to apply to them. And then we already know that there's no justice in the legal system for us. It's only justice or just us for them. Mm -mm. No matter what we go in with, no matter what publication we try and quote, no matter how well, we present our case based on what they have taught us the law is. They come with something from far left to knock all of that out and do to us whatever it is they want to do to us. And so we appeal to the cousin of the man that just bust our head open for mercy and justice, under, you know, why we would think that they would go against their own, I don't know. It seems that we're the only people that do that. They stick together, right, wrong, or indifferent, and they do us at every turn. So we just have to get wiser in how to deal with them in these last days of their rule because their rule is out. Is, it, time is up for them. The mm-hmm. hereafter is not some a place that you're going to um, uh, in the sky. The hereafter is 
here on earth after the wicked have been sat down and the righteous are now in control. But that also is not going to happen in osmosis. We're going to have to physically work to make that happen. What do I mean? Well, who are the righteous? You have to be taught to be righteous. You're not just righteous just because you're carrying a name. You're not just righteous just because you have an affiliation with someone who you think is righteous. You're not righteous just because you um, think that you are or you pray that you are or you hope that you are. No. Righteousness is a term that has to be predicated with a birth. An action has to be um, taken and done on a regular basis in order to um, effect righteousness. So that's the work that has to be done. Well, Scripture says, how will they know unless they have a teacher? And then Scripture says, Something to the effect of how will, you know, how will they know unless they have a teacher? And then it says that one has to be sent to them. Mm -hmm. Okay? Well, again, I told you I'm not an ecclesiastical scholar, so I'm not quoting scripture (laughs) verbatim. I'm just telling you what I have read, heard, and studied over the years, and I'm trying to... uh, in my vernacular, put it together so that those of you that have a better understanding of it, you can get it exactly, but I'm just trying, again, I'm speaking to those crying out, I'm just crying out to those in the projects, those in the PJs, that's who I'm talking to. So if what I say doesn't appeal to you because I'm splitting verbs and I'm not crossing all the T's and dotting the I's, I apologize. Um, you know, I'm an EMT with a GED. That's all I am. That's all I am. So, oh, beautiful. <laughs> and since we're all talking about these acronyms, let's talk about a few acronyms, okay? Okay, he mentioned CPR, cardiopulmonary resuscitation. What does it mean in plain English? How to restart the heart when it has stopped. Why do you want to do that? Because the heart is responsible for circulating the blood throughout the body. Well, what's so important? You know, you hear the songs. If you go to church, you hear the songs talking about the blood, the blood, the blood. Yeah, the blood of Jesus, the blood of everybody. Well, what's so important about the blood? In the blood travels the oxygen and nutrients that the cells of the body need in order to stay alive. Without the blood circulating, the cells don't get oxygen and nutrients, and nor do they get to remove the waste that's in them so that they could even use the oxygen and the nutrients. The blood does that. Well, let me put this in in, in other terms. Now, I know you're going to say, well, Brother Rudolph, you know, you 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 not making it play. You only talking to those on the East Coast. Well, I'm gonna start with the ones on the East Coast. Think about the the New York City subway system. Think about the mm. A train or the D train, and you wanna go from Coney Island to the Bronx and back. 
okay? So the train is on the tracks, and it's going through the tunnels, okay? So the tunnels from Coney Island to the Bronx are the arteries. Why? Because that's the avenue fresh blood is coming to deliver it all throughout the body or all throughout the city. They're going to deliver passengers. At every stop, passengers are going to get off. Well, those passengers represent oxygen and nutrients that's getting off at every stop, which is everywhere there are cells in the body, all the way from Coney Island, which is the feet, up to the Bronx, which is the head. Okay? All right. So now, in those trains ride the passengers. In the blood rides the oxygen and nutrients. As it gets to the cells, it delivers them, but then it also picks up the waste that's in there, and then the waste travels on the other train that's going in the opposite direction going back. And that would be through the veins, which carry deoxygenated blood or the dirty blood. So the clean blood comes up the arteries. The dirty blood goes through the veins. Clean blood is pumped out from the left side of the heart through the arteries throughout the body, and it comes back to the heart on the right side of the heart through the veins. The clean blood comes through from the arteries, and it's under high pressure. It's pumped out. Every time the heart pulsates, it's forcing that blood throughout the body. As it's coming back through the vein system, it's oozing. It's not under the same pressure. So when you go to a medical facility or a medical professional checks your blood pressure, they may check it on both arms. And a good medical professional will check it on both arms, and he will let you know that it's different in both arms, and this is why. Because on one side of the body, it's under high pressure. On the other side of the body, it's under low pressure. All right. So, again, so now the blood is carrying the oxygen and the nutrients to all the cells of the body. So when the heart stops, for whatever the reason, it's imperative that you get that heart started in a quick time period. You can't, as, as they say, lollygag. Four to six minutes without oxygen, brain cells begin to die. Once brain cells die, they are never again regenerated, and so whatever body functions were connected to those brain cells are lost forever. So even if they do come back, what's their quality of life going to be if they can't button their shirt, if they can't speak, if they can't move themselves, if they can't clean themselves? It's about a quality of life. So you have from the time the heart stops, to four minutes later to get that stuff, that blood circulating. Well, if the heart's not going to beat on its own, you have to become the artificial external beat maker for the heart. Well, how does that happen? By doing chest compressions. By placing your hands on the center of the chest, 
the middle of the chest, mid-nipple line, the heel of your hand, and you're pushing straight down. You should be directly over them. Your shoulders should be over your arms, which are locked and extended, and you should be pushing straight down, push hard and push fast. You're trying to compress the chest at least five centimeters, in plain English, about two and a half inches for the adult. For the child, you're trying to compress the chest maybe one and a half to two inches. That means you're actually pushing on that thing. You have to push because you're squeezing the heart muscle between the breastbone and the spine, forcing that oxygen-rich blood that's sitting in the heart out. And as you force it out, there's a vacuum. So as that blood goes out, now the chamber is empty and it has to refill. Well, it only refills if something in the system is there to refill. It will only be there to refill if it ever went out. So it's a complete closed system, which means you have to be the pump for the system. So I'm just going to stop with that for right now, Brother Yusuf. Um, That's just CPR. What uh, what about a person that's having a stroke? Do you know I had a patient in in my hospital, he was 21 years old, that had a stroke um, the Mm. other night. 21 years old, a massive stroke. You would think, what would cause a 21-year-old to have a stroke? Could be anything. Bottom line is, who was around to recognize that he had the stroke? He was sitting in his car, beeping his horn just beeping Mm. his horn, and a lady ended up coming over to him to see why he kept beeping the horn because he couldn't speak. And she found out, figured out that he was having a medical emergency and went into the facility that he was near and called 911, and the ambulance got there in time to get him to the facility. And he is still alive now. I don't know what the degree of damage was done, but... It's a good sign that they were able to get him there so quickly that he may uh, have a full recovery if a law says so and if all things go well with those that are, uh, who are caring for him. But stroke, how do you know if a person is having a stroke? Well, uh, one of the acronyms is, is FAST. F-A-S-T. The F stands for face. Look at their face. Is there anything unusual about their face? Is one side of the face sagging lower than the other one? A stands for the arms. Tell them, stick both of your arms out and close your eyes. And what you're monitoring, you want to see if they can maintain holding both of their arms up at the same time with their eyes closed. S stands for speech. You want to have them repeat a simple sentence. The sky is blue. The water is uh, green. Whatever. A simple sentence. You're listening for slurring of speech. And then T stands for time. How long has this condition been going on? 
when was the last time they were normal? Because we have a three-hour window of time in order to get them from where they are to a facility that can administer a clot-busting drug that can help to bust up a clot that may be in their brain so that they do not suffer irreparable damage. After that, the drug does no good for them, and now it's either surgery or it's, it's, as they say, a crapshoot. Throwing the ball on the roulette wheel, and you're praying for the color and the number. So, you know, that's CPR, and that's fast. Well, let's also talk about, uh, um, you know, PASS, which is the acronym for using a fire extinguisher if you have a fire in the location that you are in. The P stands for pull the pin, because if you notice the fire extinguisher, the trigger, it has a silver pin with a ring on it. Stick your finger through the ring and pull the pin completely out. Then A stands for aim. You want to aim the nozzle at the base of the fire. The first S is for squeeze. You want to squeeze the trigger in short bursts. You don't just want to grab it and hold it and just extinguish all of the chemical that's in there. You want to do it in short bursts. The second S is for sweep. You want to sweep in a sweeping motion from side to side at the base of the flame because you're trying to evenly distribute that chemical that's in the extinguisher over the base of the fire in order to mask, cover, suffocate, or blot out the oxygen so that the flames will go out. Fire is the component of a triangle. There must be three sides to that triangle that are connected in order for you to have combustion. You have to have a fuel source. You have to have heat. And you have to have ignition. If you, or or oxygen, so oxygen, a spark, and there'll be heat involved with that. If you remove any one of those three sides, then you cannot have combustion. And so these are just some things that we need to know, not just the firefighters need to know it, you need to know it, because you're there before the firefighters get there. These are things we need to know, not just the EMTs, the paramedics, the doctors and the nurses, you're ha- someone is having the heart attack in front of you. You need to know what to do before we even get the call. You need to know what to look for when the person is having the stroke before you can even call 911 to tell them that the person is having the stroke. So you see how important it is that you get this knowledge under your belt and then you teach it to your children so they will know because as Brother That's Yusuf, right. you usually says the life you save may be your own. Brother Yusuf? Beautiful, Brother Rudolph. Thank you for taking us through 
those steps of CPR and what it means, those steps of identifying a stroke using the acronym FAST to be observant of the face, the arms, the speech, cognizant of the time, and then the past of how to use a fire extinguisher properly and its functions, the P standing for point, pull the pin, the A standing for aim, the S first S standing for squeezing the trigger or the handle, and the last S, P-A-S-S, stands for sweeping at the base of the fire as you're aiming. Beautiful. I would just uh, add on to that. Let's start with using a fire extinguisher and knowing First of all, extracting either the oxygen or the fuel source or the heat in order to extinguish the fire. But what this is telling me that I want to tell our listening audience is that you have to be engaged in what you call situational awareness. That's right. It's one thing to be able to tell you how to use the apparatus and the function of what it is that Brother Rudolph so beautifully explained to us. But you need to know situational awareness, what to do, when to do, where to do, how to do. You know, oftentimes when a journalist puts an article together, he wants or she wants to make sure that the when, where, how, what, why are completed in order to make the article complete. It's the same thing with disaster preparedness, awareness, preparedness. You want to have situational awareness, knowing what to do, when to do, where to do, and how to do. For instance, If you're having a kitchen fire and you have an extinguisher close to you, you might want to first think, how can I get out of this room, this kitchen, if I can't put out the fire? So you could call it an exit. You could call it means of egress. But you want to know that even before or as you're going to extinguish the fire with the fire extinguisher that you have. Hopefully in the kitchen you have a dry chem or dry chemical extinguisher because if you put water on a grease fire, then that's disaster times two and then some. You want to have a dry chemical extinguisher to extinguish whatever fires in the kitchen. Then you want to, if someone else is in the house, think about situational awareness now. Yelling out to the person that's in the house, call 911. So you got quite a few things going on simultaneously. But if you know these beforehand, 
you're less likely to panic because when a fire occurs near to you, your adrenaline is going to just turn up, if you will, automatically. And it's one thing to theoretically be able to tell you, ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters, this is what you're to consider. But until you're actually in that particular battle, you may not know how you're going to handle it. So if someone else is in the house, yell out, call 911. Know how to get out in case you can't extinguish the fire. This is called situational awareness, what to do, when to do, how to do, where to do. So thank you, Brother Rudolph, for sharing that. So beautiful. Um, Again, let me encourage you, brothers and sisters, ladies and gentlemen, to call in and be a part of this dialogue at area code 563-999-3089. Press number one on your pad and the engineer will bring you into the queue. And see, you know, this is a solutions-based program. Yeah, we give shout-out to the community for those who help us. And I must say, when Brother Rudolph mentioned about me being involved in the Dr. Carl Holmes Executive Development Institute that takes place annually on the campus of Dillard University in New Orleans, Louisiana, I got to give a shout-out to Dr. Carl Holmes' daughter, Sister Carla Holmes, for the work that she's done in the absence of her father for he transitioned a few years back. I give a, got to give a shout-out to Brother Dave Washington, who is a um, regular listener here and supporter of this show, Disaster Awareness for Community Preparedness. He's also a former fire chief of the Las Vegas Fire and Rescue Department, as well as being the CEO on the board of directors there at the Dr. Carl Holmes Executive Development Institute. That's right. I got to give a shout out to Sister Annette Nance Holt, who's also very instrumental in the Institute. But by the way, she happens to be the commissioner of the Chicago Fire Department. We love you, Sister Annette. Got to give a shout out who's also integral brother, Chief John Austin, who's the chief of the New Haven, Connecticut Fire Department. And shout out to brother Chief Kwame Cooper, amongst so many others that we don't have time to name. Chief Kwame Cooper just spent over 30 years as a chief officer in the Los Angeles uh, Fire Department. Yes, sir, brother Forrest. Yes, sir. Pardon for interrupting you, brother, but you got to call in once to make a comment real quick. Go right ahead. Put me in. I understand we have a caller that's called in. Yes, sir. Can you hear um, me? I certainly can. Go right ahead, brother. Please state your name if you don't mind and where you're calling from. Great. My name is Malachi. They call me Captain Planet because you can't live on a planet without a plan, and you guys laid out a well-designed plan. I almost felt like I was in a fire. I started to get hot because you guys, you, you, brother, you brothers described a great picture. You know, I, I don't know if you brothers are painted, but you painted a picture. And I'm I'm curious to know if you guys, can util, I can utilize you guys' skills in another area 
of painting a picture of an expectation of continuation of something else that, that, that's dear to my heart. But my number one question is this right here. How often do you think a family should discuss this topic? Is it once a month? Is it once a year? You tell me how often you think we should review the CPR procedures as well as the procedures during the fire. <laughs> Brother Yusuf, let, let me say this first, and then you can go ahead and clean it up. You can clean it up. Have you heard the expression, beating a dead horse? Yes, yes sir. sir. Okay, that's how often. Every chance you get, every conversation that you have, you need to interject one of these subjects into it to the point where the children and whoever it is say, man, daddy, every time you say you, you got to say something about, yeah, I got to say it until you know it. Yes, that's right. You got to repetition is the mother of learning. And just like we learned to tie our shoes by doing it over and over again to now you can do it and don't have to think about it, these skills are exactly the same way because when disaster strikes, the brain right away, so there has to be muscle memory. The body has to instinctively know what needs to be done to get you moving in the right direction before you start thinking about responding. Brother Yusuf? Yeah, well, you took the words right out of my mouth, Brother Rudolph. Repetition, Brother Malachi. First of all, I thank you, Brother, for calling in and being a supporter of our program. Yes, um, sir. You know, when Brother Rudolph said repetition is the mother of learning, that, that's right and exact. And, and, you know, you don't want to push on a novice, someone who doesn't, really understand what it is we're talking about right now with everything, every day, all day, to develop that muscle memory. But you may start off with just one particular day, and then maybe once a month, and then maybe quarterly, once every three months, and then once a year, you know, uh, build up to something that, okay, they caught it the first day in the form of, Say teaching your children. If I we were eating, breaking bread, whatever your pleasure is, breakfast, lunch, dinner, and I started choking, show them the universal sign of choking, would you know what to do? Ask them that. And then you start there. And then you graduate to basic first aid, CPR, and the like. But just, just start if if there was a fire and I'm trying to put the fire out in the kitchen and you're in the house somewhere else and you hear me yell, call 911, would you know what to do if you dial 911 after that? Well, there's no more dialing, right? You're pressing buttons. We're telling our age, dial it, 911. Y'all know what I mean. Do you call and say, okay, there's a fire at 123 ABC Avenue, and then you hang up? We got to teach our children what to what to do in terms of asking them to call nine one one or instructing them to do as such. If everybody has to bounce out the house, do you have a place outside of your your house that everybody can meet down the block at the bed, wherever it may be, whatever you determine? You know, in the fire department, brother Malachi, they call it 
the Edith drills, E-D-I-T-H, exit drills in the home. And so, yeah, once you start, brother, you know, you take one step toward your disaster awareness for community preparedness, the God and people, the God through people will take two steps towards you to make you learn more and more and more. Begin to paint that picture, that picture, that picture. Yeah, repetition is the mother of learning and reminds me of um, there's a there's a verse in the Holy Quran, in fact, a few of them that says a reminder. See, we got to keep reminding our people. A reminder benefits the believer. Another place it says a reminder profits, E-R-O-F-I-T-S. Prophets, the believer, and a reminder is a mercy to the believer. So, Brother Malachi, you take one step and just keep, you know, serving your family, brother, after you serve yourself, and then hopefully it'll grow because we're going to need each other. It's about community investment, community involvement, community partnership for community risk reduction. Thank you for that question, brother. I hope we answered it for you. How, how, how do we go about supporting you to be able to push your message further? Well, I, t- I would say the first step, Brother Malachi, is let them know that we're on every Friday from 4 o'clock to 6 o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Okay. Give them the number. They also can go online at www dot blog talk radio forward slash black hole radio old spell w h o l e black hole radio and then forward slash you'll see d a c p for disaster awareness for community preparedness and they can either come on at that time live or they can pick up any of the programs our engineers put on there in terms of archives to, 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 to you know, to uh, be made aware of, of the programming, you know, that we've had. We, we, we certainly have. Do you brothers have any books or any uh, coloring books for the kids or workbooks or, or, or you, is that something in the works or no? Yes, sir. That it's in the works now. That is definitely something in the works. <laughs> it's in the works now, uh, brother Yusuf, yeah, yeah. brother brother uh, Rudolph. Yes, sir. Thank you, brother, for letting me interrupt your show. But I wanted to introduce brother Malachi to the family because brother Malachi oh, I is a new addition. How do you know who he is? Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> He's got a new show on Black Hole Radio called Messiah Lifestyle. Okay, yes, he's a financial he's a financial genius, and he's bringing all his information on the air every Wednesday night at seven. Not not every Wednesday, every other Wednesday night. So his show yes, was sir. this Wednesday past. He'll be on next yep. Wednesday, Wednesday after next, and bring your pen and pad. And he's giving this information information away for free, just like the brothers here disaster awareness does do. But, and but brother, um, as far as I need, a, gui- I need guidance from these brothers because the picture that they painted, I need to be able to paint the same picture that they painted, but to be able to flip it financially because they did an amazing job. 
Well, brother, first of all, to do that, brother, you would have to live in Atlantic City for about 20 years, then move to Brooklyn and live in a basement for 20 years, then uh, there's, there's a whole bunch of stuff you have to go through. <laughs> what I'm trying to say, brother, Lord, brother Lord, Malachi, Lord. Captain Plan, Captain Plan it, is that these brothers are unique. They're one of a kind. You can't duplicate them. However, I think that y'all are all from the same cloth of, of brotherhood and community. Y'all want the community to get better and be better, yes. and that's the beautiful thing about all the presenters here on Black Hole Radio. Also, brothers, I need y'all to say okay. a prayer for me. My mother was just admitted to the hospital. She can't move, and her left leg yeah. is in extreme pain. So I'm, we, we're going to finish this show. My, my daughter is already there with her, so... I'm, uh, she's in good hands at Mount Sinai Hospital. What hospital, brother? Mount Sinai Hospital in uh, Harlem, and you know, on the east side, 96. Okay, street. let me make this call right now. Her name is Andrina. Andrina Whittington. Yes, sir. All right. Um, I'm getting off the line real quick to make this call and call me back in exactly three minutes. No, no, don't get off the line, brother. Finish the show. My mother would tell you, finish the show, son. Don't worry about it. She's, the doctor's got it right now, and then we'll make the call after that, okay? All right. Y'all go ahead and finish the I'm show. Pre- I'm, pre- I'm going back. I'm All right. I'm going back into the listening room. I'm going to... Yes, sir. Andrea Whittington. So, Brother Malachi, any more questions, beloved, comments, constructive criticisms? No, you guys painted an amazing picture, and all I'm thinking about is how... Can I talk about how people are setting their money on fire, and what, and how not to send their extra, how 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 they should not be spending their extras and setting it on fire, and they should not have more shoes than their own shares of the stock market. Mm, but I got I, I got to be able to paint that picture, the way how y'all painted the picture because I got the information, but the documentation beats the conversation. Yes, sir. Now, your program will be airing where? Right? Wednesday? Yes. Yes, Wednesday. Just, Every other Wednesday at 7 o'clock. Wednesday. Yep. At what time? Yes. 7 o'clock. 7 p.m. Okay, good, good, good. Yeah, I heard a piece of it last Wednesday before before we left. Captain Plan It. Yeah. Yeah, you, you, can, you can't live on a plan without a plan, and you can't get out of a fire without a plan. But you got, like I said, you brothers laid it out, and I was appreciative of it, and I can't wait to go back and re-listen to it and pick out everything that you said and be able to um, gear it towards finances. Yes, sir. Brother Malachi, um, you can do one or two things. You can get personal contact information from Brother Forrest, or we can give it to you right now if you've got something to write Right. Oh, I'm, dri- I'm I'm driving, so I'll get it from. Um, okay. I'll get it from. Brother. All right. Yes, yeah, sir. Get it from Brother F- Forrest and, and contact, call us, and, and let's make this happen. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Because what you're talking about is just as important, and, and the people, yeah, our people, they need to see the picture in order to right. get interested. Yes. They they need to they need to see me standing next to y'all with their money on fire. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, hey, that'll do it. They, they, them couple of dollar bills that they got going up in flames, that'll do it. 
Well, we wish Stop you it. much success, Excuse Brother, me, brother Malachi. I, I had to come sure. back in on that one, Brother. Y'all need to show that money on life support. That's, that's where we are in the black community. Our money is <laughs> on life support. Right. We keep giving it all to the white man. Uh, right. right. Or, or wearing the other team's jersey. We didn't do that when we was in elementary school. We only wore Wolves' neighborhood jersey, though, the team you played on. But we consistently keep wearing their jersey. Yes, sir. And that's painting the picture, brother. That's painting the picture. I got you. Right. Yes, sir. Beautiful. A couple of things come to mind, brother Malachi, in terms of um, when you said planning and Captain Planet. I like that. Um, you know, as a chief of a fire department, when you talk about an incident, they have what they call an incident command system. Yes. And there's six basic components to that. And I, I I shared with everyone because not only does it help a chief understand what he has to do to what they call mitigate the situation, get it under control, if you will, but you can use it for basic organization. You can use it for uh, any walk of life, if that be your pleasure. And number one, not necessarily in this order, but let's just take what you talked about. Number one would be planning, right? Number yes, two sir. would be operations. Number three would be logistics. Number four would be resources, and we put resources in two categories, financial resources and human resources. Number five would be communication. And number six would be coordination. Mm. So when I hear the things that you're doing from that perspective, and we wish you well, and we want for you what we want for ourselves, that's one thing that comes to mind. The other thing, in terms of communication in your field, I don't know if you're familiar with the brothers who have a similar uh, financial literacy uh, program called Earn Your Leisure. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know if you've seen their program on YouTube or. I've seen. I've seen their program, and in any business, you look at what's already out there, and you just push okay. it to the left or to the right. You push it to the left or to the right, right? So one of okay. the things that's not geared towards, which is a majority of people are the nine to fathers. And what I want to specialize in is doing exactly what you just spoke about, utilizing these systems, these rules and regulations, these operations and these directives that we learn on the job, and then implementing that as an immediate action on Friday when they get paid. So Earn Your Leisure is doing a great job and an amazing job, kick down the door, for someone such as myself who wishes to serve the nine to five because they're, they're talking with billionaires, which is amazing because I never would have thought that they would have gotten to the point where they're doing business with Steve Harvey and they're, they're sitting down with billionaires. But again, the further out you go in space, the further away you go from this place and the expectation mm. of, continu- mm. of continuation of a regular nine to five, which is the majority of the population, they're almost distancing themselves 
from the regular population. However, once again, they're doing an amazing job. I hope they go to the moon and Pluto to let us all know that we can get out of this matrix. But I really, truly believe there's some things such as yourself. Um, I can ask you three questions that I'm, and this is no disrespect. I can ask you three questions that I know you don't have the answer to being working in the fire department. And that question that has to do with finances. And that question is question number one, within your 401k or your 457, what is the exact number of allocations that you can allocate your funds to? That is so important. 99.9% of staff does not know the answer to that question. They do not know the exact number. So if you do not know the exact number, then you don't even know what's doing the best or what's doing the worst out of the options that's available to you. So we have to Beautiful. know the numbers so we, can, so we can be able to compare them to each other. Then right. we have to know what's bringing the best rate of return back and what's doing the worst rate of return. So you can see the gap between your the choices and your decisions. And then the last thing is people are not counting their checks. They don't know how many paychecks they have in and how many paychecks they have left to their goals. So what does that look like? LeBron James has 300 points. He's played 10 games for the year. His average is 30 points per game. Are we all clear? Are we actual facts, exact on that? Yes, sir. Okay. So the same way LeBron knows his average points per game is the same way our people need to know their average profit margin above their bills because that is the expectation of continuation as a minimum standard to protect in order to be able to move forward. Beautiful, beautiful. You know, uh, again, in our profession, what you're saying, Brother Malachi, is what you call a contrast and comparative analysis, and you got to have that. And so I love you, brother, for raising those questions for our listening audience. What you may or may not know is that many of our listeners are subject matter experts in their own right. And so I'm sure you've watered the soul of those who are listening and not coming into the studio right now. But I thank you for that. And the reason why I asked the question, were you familiar with the brothers uh, Rashad and Troy with Earn Your Legion, is that Mm -hmm. they came out the hood, they're my nephews. Mm. You didn't know, but you're my nephew. I'm the uncle that you didn't know you had, you see. <laughs> so I'm just sharing that with you, brother. That's right. That was the reason. See, this is really, when you talk about community investment, community involvement, community partnership for community <laughs> risk reduction, you're talking about disaster awareness for community preparedness. So we thank the Most High, brother, for drawing you in. And because, uh, you know, Brother Forrest and Brother Rudolph, they put this label on your brother, called me the pastor of disaster. So when I heard your name, I said, I just read that in the Bible somewhere. Isn't that the last <laughs> book of the Old Testament? Behold, <laughs> before the great and dreadful day of our Lord, I will send you my messenger, Elijah. Y'all know the rest of it. Don't get me it's started. Hard but... to the father, to the it's son, Malachi. To the son, to the yes, sir. See? See? <laughs> So anyway, brother, that but, was the reason for my question, and we'll 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 make it. But happen. I want to I want to be clear. I want to be I want to be clear of the path that I wish to lay out for myself for the listeners. Is 
I want to show them that they could become a millionaire on their nine-to-five job as long as they reverse engineer it and listen and to the plan that I've already um, planned out and, I've, and the life I've already lived. I was able to accomplish that in 16 years and six months where I literally had it on a receipt, a million dollars. The market is down 20% now, so I'm down. However, I was able to do that and springboard everything off of my nine to five and be able to do that. And um, one of the things um, we need is we need multiple um, genres in the room at the same time. We need the oldest person in the room with the with the middle age, with the with the teenage, and with the babies in the room at the same time, so everybody can see everybody's intelligence on display, as well as what uh, what we don't know can be put on display, so we can fill in the gaps. Earn your leisure. Well, brother Rudolph job. would be the oldest in the room, and me, I'm <laughs> with the teenage. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't mean to cut you off, brother. I just, you know, on this right, show, no, brother, I mean, you got to have levity in this wait. work, brother. I can't wait to put together a body of work that's respected by you so that we could all sit down, if you know the brothers from Earn Your Leisure, and um, they'll be able to hear me out, and I'm sure they'll be able to understand the language that I'm talking. And like I said, I wish to be the face for all um, city-state government teachers, UPS workers, FedEx workers, whoever's out there works at a bank that's nine to five. I wish to be the face of that to show them how to get up out of the matrix and get on the side financially. Yes, sir. Beautiful. That's, yes, sir. Now you painting a picture now, or at least to me you are. You painting a picture, brother. <laughs> that's right. Man. Okay. Well, thank you. Thank you, beloved. No problem. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And, and, and it's a blessing that you came on because a part of our show, disaster awareness for community preparedness, that's what you, you're talking about because one of the disasters in our community is finance. Correct. And, it, and because finances is a disaster, it spills over into every other aspect that causes a disaster in our lives. It spills over into our health and wellness. It spills over into our literacy. It spills over into our um, our social involvement and where we decide to live at or where we choose we can live at, which is generally the worst places in the communities because that's all we can afford. So we're living next to the diesel plants. We're living on top of the, um, the areas where they used to dump and have buried the toxic waste. We're yep. living in the areas where there's the worst water and the worst air quality. So, yeah, you're you right on it, brother. Brother Cap, Captain Plan Ick. Yeah. <laughs> right. Um, now, the key also, too, is we have to push execution on our people. I dislike the word financial literacy or literacy, period, because we're at the point where we could read, but we have to put these things into execution. So I challenge all of the listeners to take what you guys 
uh, have spoken about today, and what are they going to do to put into execution? That's why I asked the question of how often they should be having these conversations with family so they could put that yes, into execution. As well as that. Now, my question to you, brother, what, what have you put into execution that you've listened to from Earn Your Leisure thus far? Oh, well, again, we're family, brother. So I, I've been with them mm-hmm. before they even, you know, had the idea of that. So I don't right. want to get into specifics because I okay. just me personally, I don't I don't I don't share with others, you know, what I do mm-hmm. financially. But again, mm-hmm. I knew them from the womb, brother. You know, I, I, I right. I'm their uncle, you understand? So mm-hmm. uh Correct. Correct. you know, if nothing else, I, I, I turn people on if they even know about them. And mm-hmm. you know everything is timing, brother. We 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 thank God for the timing. It's no accident, as Brother Rudolph said. You would call today at the time that you called. That Brother Forrest brought you into our program. And so, you know, for uh, Brother Rashad and Brother Troy, they were doing what they were doing on the level that they were doing it. But the pandemic blessed them because everybody was home to see the stream. Their podcast, you understand? And so that's how they grew exponentially uh, because of the timing. And nobody knew that, but they had to be prepared. And, and, the, and the preparation the preparation of their timing, because they, they worked out all of the kinks by trying to teach the kids years prior to. Yeah, see, Brother, Brother Rashad was born in the womb of a father who came up under the most honorable Elijah Muhammad prior to 1975 who was a financial advisor by profession. So he already had various connects, but Brother Rashad is a different generation than his father. So he had, in one sense, more connects than his father had. And then Brother Troy came out of education. So it was a beautiful blend. He was teaching the youth. Brother Rashad was doing things with the youth, but financial advisory was his uh, or literacy was his uh, expertise, and it was a good blend for both of them, because again, they came up, well, for lack of a better painting the picture, in the golden era of hip hop, in the '90s, and so when the pandemic hit, their their platform was a beautiful opportunity for them to invite who they invited, and because of their preparation. Like you said, okay, Steve Harvey, they they had the blessing to interview Steve Harvey, but they wouldn't have had that the first week they came on the air. You understand? Right. They, they worked their way toward that. And, uh, you know, the reason why I asked you about that was, you know, I just wanted to let you know, brother, I'm the uncle you didn't know you had. And I literally <laughs> helped raise both of those brothers. You understand? Well, I, I can't I can't wait to get to, to get my stuff completely together on the media side and for me to be deemed worthy enough because I understand the space of the people that I wish to touch, and that's all city, state, and government and private sector employees who are nine to five, so to speak, with that title. And I just want to give them the motivation that they could be able to document their history because our open enemy took our history away. So we need to make sure that we increase our documentation of our financial history so we can see where we are in relationship to where we want to be and forward ever backwards never, and we could forward march. But too, so often, too many times, 
we don't look at it from a building standpoint of moving forward. And then we really don't understand the plays that the open enemy is running against us, and we're running the wrong play. I'm glad play. you said that. Yeah, I'm glad you said that, brother, because uh, that open enemy piece is critical for, you know, proper evaluation. So for yourself, brother, we're praying that you stay prayed up. As Brother Farz mm-hmm. just gave us some breaking news, his mother being see. The field that you're in, brother, and the time that we're in, um, there are quite a few people, as you know, that don't want to see you successful. You understand? So, And you may find out it might even be people that's closest to you. So you have to stay humble, stay prayed up. Number two is uh, make sure you're eating properly, brother. Make sure you're eating the right foods at the right time. And even if you haven't done it, in terms of uh, your your routine, learn the importance of fasting. Learn the importance of fasting, brother. So, you know, in the work that we're in, brother, it's going to take staying prayed up. It's going to take eating properly at the right time. It's going to take keeping good thoughts. It's going to take fasting. It's going to take work and charity, meaning you got to give in order to get, and it's going to take sacrifice, brother, as you do this work, brother. And so when you do that, you'll find out that the creator will surround you with people of like minds. I mean, again, for Brother Forrest to introduce you to us, brother, we consider it an honor. We're humble that you would come on, brother, and, you know, share your expertise with us. And we pray that, you know, the law of reciprocity took place. The more you give, the more you be given. So I don't know about me, but I know Brother Rudolph dropped some pearls on you that, you know, you said, mm. And then I know you dropped some pearls on us because I heard Brother Rudolph say, mm. So that means it's good all the way around. But what we're dealing with, brother, is, is, is a society, brother, that, in an effort to help our people, particularly financially, no for the surety, there's number one, an enemy, as you said, that got different jerseys on that, that, that we going against, an opponent. And no number two, the bigger time that we're living in, brother, you know, when you talk about finances, get what you get, can get, why you can get it. But no for the surety that we living in a society that, the money's not really based on anything. It's fiat money, brother. And spiritually, mm-hmm. brother, spiritually, brother Rudolph talked about it, but what came to my mind was that Babylon is fallen, is fallen. She's become a habitation of devils, a hole for every foul spirit and a cage for every unclean bird. And so, I know that scripture, that's in the revelations, but you gotta be true to yourself, brother, knowing what time you in. So you got you you've been blessed, brother, with talents, gifts, skills, knowledge, and ability. But make sure you surround yourself with people of like minds, brother, because uh, you know, it's it's a serious it's a serious sacrifice, brother. We, you you know, we, we just keep it moving. What's for you is for you. And when you bless others, you're gonna be blessed. But you can't play with this thing. And I'm not saying you are, brother. I'm just giving you, as I'm talking to you, I'm talking to myself. Brother Rudolph knows. 
Brother Farm. So one, one of the things, one of the observations that I've always made growing up, and one of the things that's gotten me out of the matrix, is the ability to understand the cumulative interest and the ability of the avoidance of amortization. And amortization for the listeners works like this: um, the open enemy tells you uh, he's going to give you the American dream, which is a house. You go to get a mortgage, which um, most of us aspire to achieve. And he tells you in today's time, the interest rate is 6%. You sign the paperwork, and he puts this on paper and lies to you directly to your face and tells you that it's 6%. However, the interest-to-principal ratio is 83%. So you're running a play mm. for third and six, but in actuality it's third and 83. And then you keep turning mm-hmm. the ball over, over and over again because you're saying, oh, i got to pay my credit card bill, which may be 20%. Um, oh, I got to pay that down. When in all actuality, you're paying a loan on a mortgage that's 83% versus 6% of what you're reading on paper. That's how wicked they are. Um, so the ability to avoid amortization of paying interest up front and knowing how many months you're saving by paying extra and knowing how to generate that those funds or the, or the ability to collect rent and become a landlord and then the ability to invest into the stock market and receive a cumulative interest is no ceiling they could put on you. You're basically unstoppable at that point when you're collecting rent, you're paying off the amortization, avoiding the interest, as well as receiving a cumulative interest um, by investing into the market. And you're not paying taxes because you're doing it via 401K, 457, or 403B if you're in the private sector. Yes, sir. Well, we thank you, brother, for for sharing your expertise. You know, it reminds me, brother Malachi, believe it or not, Sister Maya Angelou. May Allah be pleased with us. She made a quote that said, you might not be able to control all the events that happen to you, but you can choose to not be reduced by them, quote, unquote. And so, you know, (laughs) That's a beautiful quote as it relates to what you just said, what you've been saying, and what we believe here in Disaster Awareness for Community Preparedness because, you know, none of us has the the, the uh, end-all, be-all to it. But as we, you know, find our way on the journey to our destination, this is what we find as the best way to get there and what to consider. And, you know, the choice is yours. As I, I as I quoted uh, Black Sheep, you can get with this or you can get with that. Choice. Is <laughs> I like you that. You know what I mean? All right, I, I got to run, guys. Uh, brother, I got to run, brothers. You guys are doing an amazing job. I can't wait to speak to you guys later and figure out how to coordinate and, and basically execute on the information you said. And the first two words of wealth is we and figure out what we could do together, how I could either support you guys or you guys support me and guide me in the right direction. And, and and check yes, my sir. report card and hold me hold me accountable, you know. We thank you, brother yes, Malachi. Sir. Travel safely, brother. May the Most High continue to bless you, big brother. Yes, sir. Peace. That's right. Likewise. Well, brothers and sisters, what a blessing to be joined as uh, brother Malachi called in because of his interest in hearing what it is we had to say. Not to mention what he shared based on his expertise. Uh, The beauty for me, Brother Rudolph, and I'm sure for you, of 
this program, Disaster Awareness for Community Preparedness, as I shared with our dear brother, is that many of our listeners are subject matter experts in and of themselves. And so we have a few of them on the line who choose not to come in, but we encourage you to come in and share what God has blessed you that you could bless our listening audience with. Again, I was giving shout-outs before Brother Malachi called to the executive uh, directors of the Dr. Carl Holmes Executive Development Institute. You can go to www.edionline.net and learn more about uh, their upcoming uh, school classes that take place the first week in June of this year, 2023, EDI, the letters, net to find out more about enrolling to become a uh, cutting-edge manager and leader, not only in the fire service. You can use what they learn, what they, uh, the curriculum that they use in any field of endeavor, trust and believe. And then I want to give a a shout-out to the International Association of Black Professional Firefighters, Sister Madam President Carrie Edwards Clemens out of Flint, Michigan, Brother Gary Tenney out of – he's the executive vice president out of uh, New Haven, Connecticut, and Brother Freddie Brooks, who's the executive director out of Chattanooga, Tennessee. All the executive board, the executive directors, the executive board, much love to the IBPFF. You can go to their website to learn more about the Stop Fire campaign, learn more about what's happening with them. That's at www.iabpf.org, iabpf.org. So just wanted to do that, and, of course, our dear brother, Brother Barry, the Office of Emergency Management, who comes on, who's doing a preparedness piece, emergency piece, with the citizens in Harlem, New York, as well as other places he goes. I want to give a shout-out to, I talked about earlier, Brother Ridgely Mahmoud, uh, Muhammad, the manager over Muhammad Farms, and shout-out to the Ministry of Agriculture, the Ministry of Health and Human Services, all of the nine ministries. And lastly, Brother Rudolph, I'm going to hand it over to you as, man, we're almost in the last 12 minutes of today's program, tonight's program. Sister Tequella Muhammad is the recent author of a book entitled Disaster Preparedness 3.0. Again, Disaster Preparedness 3.0, published last year in 2022 your how-to guide to prepare for a disaster in 30 days or less. So shout out to Sister Tequella Muhammad, author of the new book, Disaster Preparedness 3.0, your how-to guide to prepare for a disaster in 30 days or less. Brother Rudolph? Yes, sir, Brother Yusuf. Thank you for that. And... What I'm going to add to that is everyone has a perspective on disasters. So it's not just what Brother Yusuf and I say on this line, because you have a perspective. 
Big Mama talked to you just like she talked to us. And what you That's can right. remember is a call from some of the advice she gave you when you was knee-high to, to, to a duck. Some of that is relative and relevant right now. That's right. You, God-given common sense, use your years of maturity and the information that you have acquired over the years and use what you are learning that is going on by watching the news and following what Minister Farrakhan told us to watch the weather. And if you do all of that, you will come up with some things on your own that will help you out of some situations because it's common sense. It's plain as the nose on your face. And I know all sense is not common. Yes, I, I got that. We, we can look at that and tell that every day. But you will be able to figure some of this out for yourself. And then that which you can't, then when you hear things, things that resonate with you, Accept it. That that doesn't resonate with you, leave it alone. Let it go. You don't have time to be fighting fighting stuff that really isn't going to do you any good. If it's going to do you more harm than good, leave it alone. So, you know, I, I just wanted to add that to the conversation. And where this is concerned, every week, that we come on, a lot of times we're repeating a lot of the same stuff because repetition is the mother of learning. You can hear something and still not know it to be true. Just because you hear something doesn't mean what have you done to turn what you heard into what you know? Have you researched any of the things that we have thrown out here? It, it, it's like we're throwing up Hail Marys in a football game. We're just throwing the ball down the field. Whoever comes down with it comes down with it. That's not what we're doing, but that's what it's like. So even if you catch the ball, what do you do after you got it? You got to run with it. And hopefully you will score. Well, the scoring represents that you will be able to move yourself and your family one step closer to being prepared than you were the day before. That's how you know that you have learned something because you are able to put it to use for the benefit of yourself, your family, and your community. Well, yourself your family, and your community is really all the same thing because you're a community of one. You're a community of those in which you are of the same family. And so by helping any of those three, you're helping them all. So just keep that in mind. Uh, Bring someone with you next week to this broadcast. Tell someone else about the broadcast. Engage someone else and have them 
call in with you or have them on a three-way if you can, or just before you get on, call them and tell them, hey, I'm getting on that show. Come on, call in. Because word of mouth, any promotion that can ever be be out there, people that are close to you, people that you have influence over will do it simply because you presented it to them. Well, if you find any benefit in anything that we've said, then do that. And that will show your love for the people that are around you. Um, um, we do. We need you, we need each of you to survive because each of you has a gift that the creator has blessed you with, and to lose you loses that gift. To lose you loses that talent that you have been blessed with. There's a scripture in the uh, Bible, and, of course, the pastor of disaster can tell it better than I can, but I'm just telling you what I can remember from the Sunday school lessons um, many, 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 many years ago. Um, since I'm the oldest woman on the platform, yeah, I have to add about 10 or 15 of those many. <laughs> you know, there there was um, a, 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 a man that had one talent. There was a man that had five talents. There was a man that had, I think, 10 talents. Well, what did they do with those talents? that they were given. Well, one man hid his under a rock and did nothing with it. Well, it, it, nothing from nothing leaves nothing. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Yes, sir. One man um, used some of his talents, but he didn't use them to the fullest extent, so he didn't get the maximum benefit from them. But then one man was blessed because he utilized his talents for the benefit of others. So I'm just saying, you know, just throwing it out there, you know, the charity is one of the best things that you can do to ensure yourself because what you do for others, what you put out into the universe is what you will receive. If you put negativity out, you're going to get negativity. You put evil out, it's coming back to you. If you sow the seeds of good out in the time that you need it, good will return to you. And I'm a firm, not just believer of that. I'm a witness of that. So, Go ahead. you know, we just have to make sure that like Brother Yusuf said, we stay prayed up because we're not in, although we're in a physical universe, it's a physical universe predicated off of a spiritual reality. And it's like they say the coin is in the fish's mouth. But if you go after the coin, you lose the coin and the fish. If you go after the fish and you get the fish, you get the fish and the coin. So which do you do? So 
even if you lose the coin, if you got the fish, then you still have benefited. So, you know, just uh, throwing some things out there. Food, as they say, food for thought. Food for thought, brother. <laughs> um, no, that's beautiful. In a, in a few days, we're going to have a few subject matter experts come on the show since this is early in the new year because this is the time of year when some of this stuff really needs to be dealt with. Like, talking about insurance, there are so many things are happening right now, and there are things going on in the insurance world that you can really take benefit of now being fresh in the new year. So we're going to have some insurance people come on to talk about uh, some of this insurance stuff. But what you need to be setting in your mind is, okay, if you're a father, what becomes of your children or your grandchildren? God forbid their life is cut short. Have you thought about it, and have you acted on those thoughts to put anything in place to help with them being put away, buried, in a decent fashion? As a father, Mm -hmm. I think about that every day. Have I done enough that, God forbid, I get the call that one of mine have returned Will I be able to just step in and just ease some of the suffering off the family by making sure that they can at least be buried without having to do a fish fry or or, or get a Friday night poker game or pick up that thing and dust it off and go out there and do something that I know I shouldn't do? Mm-hmm. Under the guise of I got to do what I got to do because I didn't do what I should have done. As a father to my son, suppose something happens to me, what position or predicament have I put my family in? Have I provided enough security for them that they will be taken care of with the loss of my income, which is really what insurance is about? It's about providing for those that you say that you love and making sure that when you go, the income that has helped sustain them doesn't go with you. So, you know, Brother Yusuf, I was just throwing that out there just for the uh, listeners to think about and and to be ready for in the uh, days to come. Uh, no, that's beautiful. Um, prepare, uh, since this is Disaster Awareness for Community Preparedness, we know that Savior's Day is coming up for the Nation of Islam. Savior's Day. Yes, the that's crowning right. event of Black History Month. It's coming up. Mm. Make your preparations. Go on org and find out the particulars. Make the reservations that you need to make. Start doing what you need to do because it will be here before you know it. And we already know 
with um, all of the things that are going on now with the travel industry, it, no matter what you do, you're still not guaranteed to have made the correct decision uh, to get you there and get you back home safely in the time frame that you want to do it. So make your provisions and then make a second plan and a third one if necessary so that maybe you will be able to uh, uh, um, recoup, God forbid, something happens that you are not planning for. Look at what just happened, what was that, yesterday or day before yesterday? All flights were canceled, no matter where you were going or trying to come from or no matter where you were, it didn't make a difference. There wasn't nothing moving. Glitch in the matrix. You know, fly in the ointment. Now, who who, who, who could have thunk of such a thing? Because we're dealing with human beings, and we're dealing with Mr. Murphy. And Mr. Murphy is always learning, lurking. For those who don't know who Mr. Murphy is, that's Murphy's law. What can go wrong, right. will go wrong. That's right. You know? And that's no hocus pocus, and that's no that not, not a fairy tale, and, and, and it's not, you know, it, it's none of that stuff. It's for real. Since we are not in control of the system, we can't possibly know or understand what can go wrong and what will go wrong. The question is, like you said about Maya Angelou's quote, we may not be able to control all of the uh, factors, but we sure don't have to let those factors control up. Brother Yusuf? Yes, sir, Brother Rudolph. As we close out in the last two minutes, ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters, we want to thank you for listening, tuning in to this week's edition of Disaster Awareness for Community Preparedness. We want to thank our engineers, Black Hole Radio, Brother Forrest, and pray for his family, his mother. Let's keep them and each other in our prayers. We want to thank Brother uh, Malachi, Captain Plan It, for his contribution yes, tonight. That's and, right. um, you know, as I mentioned, uh, earn your leisure to brothers, Brother Rashad and Brother Troy. I remember when they were younger. I shared with them five things that they needed to consider, and I'm going to close out with these five things. Yes, sir. Number one, Brother Rudolph talked about talents. Use your time to develop your talent. Number two, study to show yourself approved to being not ashamed as a watchman or workman, rightly dividing and disseminating the word of truth which we try to do here every week. That's Number right. three, organize. Get with like mind. You know why when you're in the country or in the city, you don't mess with a beehive? Because them bees are organized. All right. Number four, eat for nutrition and not just for health. Any other diet is really just uh, uh, how do I say? Eat, eat for nutrition, for and, nutrition 
just for taste. Any other diet is really just a waste. Thank you, Brother Rudolph. It was a glitch in my matrix. That's number four. Number five, do it on a natural high. Don't get caught up with smoking weed because it's legal. You don't know what's in that weed. They got something for you to bug you out even more. You can do it on a natural high. You can calm down. Get knowledge yourself. Knowledge of the all-wise, true, and living God. Knowledge. Come to Savior's Day. It is the crowning event of Black History Month, and since my time is up, can I use my poetic language? Yes, sir. Black history, black history. The story of my people means a lot to me. Where you came from shouldn't be a mystery. So listen up while I school you on black history, G. All roads are leading to Chicago. All roads are really leading to the hereafter. Here, after the destruction of Satan and his dumb minions. So thank you and continue to listen to Disaster Awareness for Community Preparedness. As Brother Rudolph said, when we're traveling, we have to have a plan B, a contingency plan. And start off by saying, Lord willing, inshallah, and then you'll be blessed. And Lord willing, we'll see each other next week, same time, same station, on Disaster Awareness for Community Preparedness. Thank you for listening. Thank you for praying for our families as we pray for you and greet you in peace. As-salamu alaykum. Wa alaykum salam, sir.
Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.